0: This is Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Life's hard and you don't need to go through it alone. Together, we're going to find God's direction for living. To join the conversation, call 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Now, live from the studios of WDCX, Here's your host, Linda Penn. Hey, welcome. We are
1: so glad that you are with us today. It is time for today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn, on WDCX 99.5 FM, 970 AM. And of course, we're online or you can catch us on your computer, WDCXRadio.com, or even worldwide. I love these weekends because I am so patriotic at heart. I have served on two military bases, Great Lakes Naval Training Center before God called me into ministry, and Norfolk Naval Base during the Vietnam era. So I um, have many memories. Have uh, So I'm the one that cries when the flag goes up the pole and down the pole. So... And I really believe in our military. I believe in the God establishment and protecting our country. And so I love this weekend. And I know as I um, observed all of you driving in uh, when I drove in today that many of you are in the yard and I hope you have your radios turned on or maybe you're going to come in and take a break, time for a late lunch or some tea and coffee because everybody's in their yard right now. It seems like they're either mowing or mulching or raking or doing something because We've had so much rain, but we are here to say thank you. Thank you to our military. Thank you to all of those who serve not only in this country, but those who serve abroad, no matter what branch of service, no matter where they serve, that we are behind you, that we know that God has ordained our military for a reason. And we want to say thank you to those who have served Thank you to the families who support that um, all the time, the families that are left behind as um, military men and women are deployed. And for those who we have lost, we want to say thank you today. Thank you for your service. Thank you that it was not wasted. Thank you uh, for all of those who have loved ones that you're thinking about today, who are serving and have served and perhaps um, have been a sacrifice for the service of keeping our country free and exactly where it needs to be so my guest today I'm excited uh, about this guest uh, I have a friend named Linda Nabish and she's uh, an assistant chaplain and she told me about uh, chaplain Alex Knowles and he entered the US Army as a private in 1987 and rose to the rank of sergeant as a forward observer in field artillery um, before being commissioned in a second as a second lieutenant in 1999. And then in 2004, he was ordained also as a Lutheran pastor and became a chaplain in the U.S. Army. Chaplain Knowles served with various units in Ground Zero in New York City following the attacks on September the 11th, 2001. He also served as a chaplain in Iraq with the 42nd Infantry Division, 2005. And in 2008, he served with the 101 Cavalry in Afghanistan. Chaplain Knowles was also mobilized for duty here in New York and for natural disasters, including, uh, remember that, Hurricane Sandy in 2012. And uh, between 2004 and 2012, Chaplain Knowles was deployed or mobilized for over 70 months. He has really served our country well. He has been awarded the Bronze Star. He's been uh, a Army Accommodation Medals. Uh, Iraq and Afghanistan Campaign Medals and the New York State Defense of Liberty Medal with the World Trade Center device, among many others. Captain Knowles, who was injured in both Iraq and Afghanistan, was medically retired in August 2015 after 28 years of service in the U.S. Army. Captain Knowles is a native of western New York here, homegrown, And and has been married to Sue for 24 years, and they have four kids. I can't wait to spend some time with Chaplain Reverend Alex Knowles after our break. Don't go away, we will be right back.
2: Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes, and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi. I'm Dominic Secchiaroli. I received a miracle that day, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. My team and I have ministered to hundreds of thousands of people across the U.S. and Canada, and have received tens of thousands of prayer requests. When you submit your prayer request, our team of partners not only will pray for you, but will also follow up with you by phone or email. God is still in the miracle working business, and I'm living proof of that. If you have a prayer request, I invite you to send it today by going to our website, TotalBreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. That's TotalBreakthrough.org. Thank you, and God bless.
3: One minute you're living your life. The next, it's turned upside down. An injury leaves you with physical pain, financial stress, and the uncertainty about what lies ahead. But when you have a personal injury attorney that fights for you, you can begin to get through these challenging times. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo, an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, slip and falls, defective products, workplace and construction injuries, and much more. I am proud to be with a firm that has been protecting the rights of injury victims for more than 50 years. My personal goal in every case is to protect the rights of our clients and maximize their financial recovery. If you or a loved one has suffered an injury, I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at FromanLaw.com. And please be sure to mention that you heard this ad on WDCX.
4: Attorney Advertising. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes psalm 1 verse 3 i am like a tree planted by the river of water everything that i do will prosper
0: are you sick and tired of being sick and tired join today's living hope with linda penn each saturday
1: hey welcome we are so glad that you are back with us if you just come in for some tea or a cold drink of water from working outside or if you have your radio still with you outside as you're doing yard work this is wdcx 99.5 It's today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn, and my guest. I'm honored to have Chaplain Alex Knowles. Hi, Alex. How are you?
5: Very good. How are you today?
1: (laughs) I'm good. You can tell I'm getting choked up already. (laughs) (laughs) I just love celebrating and thanking our military for serving, and it is truly a pleasure to have you on the radio with me today. Uh, before we went into the break, as I came on, I, I read this um, a bio about you and quite a, an astonishment of your service uh, with our military and what God has called you to do, not only to serve in the military, but to serve as a Reverend, serving and ministering spiritually to to our troops. So thank you for those many many years that you serve. Is the same as I thank you. I'm thanking everyone that is listening today for our military who have family or um, loved ones or relatives or just anyone who has served in the military. Thank you so much for your service. I so appreciate it. Um, What a challenge for you. And I want to start off because. You served more than one deployment in Iraq and Afghanistan.
5: Yeah, Yes, and I want to say, too, um, it's been an honor being able to serve our our God and country in the military and as a chaplain and all the other things I did, and it's an honor to uh, to talk with you today, too, and to share these stories, so thank you.
1: Thank you. God must have been stirring in you at an early age. Tell us a little bit about your story Mm -hmm. as you came towards the calling of what you then um, were called into
5: and experienced well it's it, that's kind of a, a funny thing because I was not the normal uh you know church goer and when I was a kid I was a Christmas Easter if we went then to uh to church and um, other than that it wasn't until really I got into uh high school, when my family had a a big breakup, that we started going to church. And um, through the work of of a very good pastor and some other people uh, at the camp I now work at, um, I got very involved in my faith and decided to, uh, at that point, to start looking at church work. Uh, And then I decided when I was 17 to join the Army. and. I'm kind of breaking up. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we're doing okay on this end, yes. Okay. And then, uh, so when I was 17, I joined the Army and uh, then went off to college at the same time. I went to the, into the Reserves. Um, that's where things started really finding shape for me on, on the faith area. I met uh, my soon-to-be wife after that when we, were, we met the first day of college. And she was a very spiritual person, a very faithful person. Kind of led me in the right direction hmm. um, and then I went to i've been I was brought up a Lutheran, but I went to this it uh, wasn't really it was a non-denominational church, and this pastor came walking by me I've never seen him before, nothing like that. Uh, he just walked by and he pointed right at me and said, You're going to be a preacher who preaches a simple message' And that kind of stuck with me until this day. that idea of a simple message. Mm. That's what carried me throughout the military as a chaplain. And I didn't become a chaplain for some time, not obviously not until uh, 2004 when I was ordained. I did some other things before that. But um, that's what carried me because the soldiers and sailors, Marines, airmen, all of our military personnel don't need to get into the mysteries of God and all these other things very complicated things we talk about in church. Instead, they need the simple message of the gospel in a very timely, in a very timely way.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: In their hearts and minds, when they're in the biggest risk, sometimes very lonely, very scared at times, that simple message of the loving gospel that we all have.
1: Mm. Sounds like God had a plan for your life, Alex, and you just walk forward in faith starting with um, the person you met and, and married and then as you let god use people in your life to draw him mm-hmm. to you to what he wanted you to do that is absolutely phenomenal
5: well it was it's a it's a lot of people that touch our hearts and minds and lead us in the direction sometimes we try to sway and go our own way as my brother-in-law said in my ordination he said, you know, it's like going, you know, I was going to Nineveh. <laughs> I was playing a Jonah, always running until finally I opened my heart and um, I went in the direction he wanted me to go.
2: Mm.
1: And you haven't you haven't stopped since, have you?
5: <laughs> no, um, I have That's haven't. wonderful.
1: That sounds wonderful. <laughs> and then he prepared you, he called you, and then he sent you with troops to Iraq and Afghanistan. What, what was that like? I would really like our listeners to know and understand how you ministered and what God did with our military over there.
5: I was a very unique individual because I was already in the military when I went to uh, seminary. So when I was in seminary, which is throughout those four years, um, I had to... Uh, yeah, uh, my unit was mobilized. And so I had to make a choice at that point. Do I go immediately with my unit or do I take a two-year delay, which is usually what our denominations require and the military requires? They gave me a waiver to serve immediately with my unit since my unit was going. And so um, I went straight from the seminary doors into the ministry of the for the military. And what's unique about that is at seminary, you probably know, you, you learn everything about your faith, your denomination. It's very rigid. Mm-hmm. When I got to the military, there was nothing like that. It was very um, open to many denominations, many faith groups, and I was the chaplain to every one of my soldiers, regardless of what their faith, denomination, or beliefs are. It's not what they teach in seminary. <laughs> and so um, when I got to Iraq, it was the best thing for me because I simplified the message I was delivering from all the trying to solve all the mysteries of the faith to just telling these soldiers the gospel. Now, Iraq and Afghanistan are two different wars, and they were back then. Iraq was, uh, for me at least, and from Iraq I was kind of a fob chaplain board operating base chaplain. I was at a base, a big base, and I was the chaplain over many, most of the soldiers and airmen that were at that base. I traveled some but not a lot from base to base. I was mainly at that location. And so I got to be a chaplain to so many different people doing red cross messages, a lot of counseling, and 11 services a week in different types of environments. And I can tell you that that was probably—that and Afghanistan were probably the best ministry opportunities I've ever had. And the most difficult. Most difficult, Difficult. absolutely, but also the most most rewarding. Mm. Um, Talking to those soldiers who have open hearts, looking for the gospel message, I can't even describe the um, ministry that can happen in that environment. Is beautiful, very challenging, <clears throat> very scary at times. I lost soldiers, friends. Um, I had to give some very difficult Red Cross messages to many people about deaths at home. And I had other soldiers wounded. And we were in some pretty difficult places. And I got myself wounded at one point. Um, but it, ministry was so rewarding. For example, on Easter Sunday when I was there.
2: Which had, country?
1: Which which war? Iraq. Iraq, and Iraq. Iraq okay.
5: We had a, our Easter sunrise service at the oldest church remains as the remnants of the church in Tukrit, Iraq. And when the we are doing the service there, we had a lady, a Christian, an Iraqi Christian, do the Lord's Prayer in Aramaic and as she was doing the lord's prayer the sun was rising behind this church it was remarkable a very moving very emotional moment for a lot of people mm. it was it was incredible the ministry opportunities in iraq, iraq afghanistan was a different war very challenging was
1: how was um, it different Alex describe that for our listeners so we I want our listeners to really understand what our military are feeling I, I know there's danger we know they're getting shot mm-hmm. we know there's things but describe it for us so we really understand
5: the best way I can put it in a short way is to say that um, Iraq is a third world country that really wants to be better they want to move to be a second world country or or you know, Enter into the normal uh, world. Afghanistan is like a fourth world country trying to be a fifth world. They don't care. They, their uh, tribal, uh, the way they are with their tribes, overtakes any nationalistic <clears throat> opportunities that they have. It's a very challenging environment to minister in. They don't care for human life. Um, is is very depressing, very sad, and a very violent place to be uh, a soldier.
1: Well, wow. I want to take our uh, first break a little bit early because I I want to I think it's a good time to take a break right now and then come back and hear more because uh, I'm I'm wanting our listeners to be able to know. Um, the sensitivity, the challenges, so we will be praying more for our military and for our government and for our country. So we're going to take a break. This is WDCX 99.5, Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn, and I've been talking to Chaplain Alex Knowles, who has served both in Iraq and Iran. He is from the western New York area, and we want to hear more not only about what is happening in the, the countries, how we can understand and pray and be more um, prevalent to to pray, and urgency for praying for our military, plus just what's happening here locally now for what Alex is doing as an extension of ministry. So we're going to take that quick break, and we'll be right back.
3: One minute you're living your life, the next it's turned upside down. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo, an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman, Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle and pedestrian crashes and much more i personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at fromanlaw.com.
4: attorney advertising past results do not guarantee future outcomes for years you've been suffering with health problems you've seen one doctor after another but your symptoms haven't gone away It's time to seek a natural solution. When the right combination of natural health therapies and whole food supplements join forces, you have Synergy. Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. At Synergy, we teach our patients how to thrive holistically because God designed the body to heal and function on its own. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. We have successfully helped patients battling health issues like acid reflux, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, autism, autoimmune disease, infertility, and much, much more. You can take control of your health without relying on medications or surgeries. Get rid of the pain, depression, exhaustion, and so much more and start living the life you were meant to live. And it starts with a simple phone call. To make an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com.
6: In His Name Outreach is a nonprofit, faith-based counseling and community resource center. In His Name Outreach provides a network of support using biblical principles to help you overcome and find freedom from prevalent issues like anxiety, stress, and the devastation of addiction. You can also choose from a variety of options such as certified coaching, recovery services, counseling, and so much more. The experienced staff specializes in the three E's: education, encouragement, and empathizing to build and restore brokenness. In His Name Outreach is here to help you get back on track so that you can be the person that God has meant for you to be. Check out the upcoming classes to step into the new field of peer advocacy. You can transform a life. To schedule your life-changing appointment, call today at 716-464-3681. That's 716-464-3681 or visit know.org. For I know the plans I have for you. Plans not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 2911.
0: Empowering you to minister to your world. Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, welcome back. We're so glad that you are with us today,
1: and uh, I have a special guest with me. Um, Happy Memorial Day out there, and thank you to all of our service, men and women, wherever, wherever they serve. We are so thankful. For them and want to honor them today with this program. Hey, Dr. Boz, if you want to have an appointment with him, your first consultation, if you mention today's Living Hope, is absolutely free. So just make an appointment by calling 716 693 0556 and say, hey, today's Living Hope Linda Penn sent me, and your first consultation is totally free. Well, I've been talking to um, Chaplain Alex Knowles, and we kind of been talking about the deployment, um, both places that he has served in Iraq and Afghanistan, and he's sharing with us how different each country uh, and what went on there, what their thinking is, probably some of their politics of what's happening. And um, Alex, tell us more about Afghanistan, because it sounded like a real, real challenge.
5: Yeah, Afghanistan was a, uh, a very challenging place, very depressing place, where the value of human life is so much different than what we're used to seeing here in our country. You know, I've always wondered before I went over there, I'm like, why would someone become a suicide bomber? I mean, why leave everything that we have here in this world just to do that? And I spent a long time over in Afghanistan, and I could understand how that draw how they could be drawn to that when they live in that kind of condition and their family does also. And then their promise that they can have, um, paradise today and your family as well will be cared for. All you have to do is this. There's so little hope and value of human life over there. It makes a lot more sense to see why they would do that. It's a shame. Um, the entire culture over there is just so different than what I ever anticipated and expected or seen before.
1: It's got to be hard on the troops then as well, and ministering to them spiritually and them seeing that. And um, what a shock to them to go over and see the intensity and the lack for uh, human life. I mean, it's not just that we're at war and we've got to defend. that they're, It's demonic. It's evil. It, it is. It's it just totally evil. And um, how did how did you help the troops um, cope with that um, and help them understand spiritually and give them strength? I know that's a that's a big question, isn't it? It
5: but. is a big question, and I'm not sure how effective I was because I struggled with it mm-hmm. throughout the time too of of seeing these things and and just being unable to cope with it. So what I did personally, and what I think most soldiers do. Is just compartmentalized and just become numb to it and just not, not, I don't want to say not care, because that's not true. We do care. We're caring people. But it's um, separating yourself, in a way, from some of that emotion and just doing your job. So I would work with soldiers, and I counseled a lot of soldiers in both countries, and the issues were very different. In Iraq the issues were very much about home life, about relationships, um, marital relationships or family relationships in other ways. In Afghanistan, the council is more like, Why are we here? What are we doing? Is there hope for this mission? That's where there was a big difference in that. So being a chaplain to all faith groups, you know, we kinda kind of, kind of kind of at that point, because you know I can't say what I always want to say necessarily, well, my hope's in Jesus. So I have to say that in ways that are, are effective, not breaking my conscience at all. I've never been asked in the military to break my conscience. But also to say, our hope is in Him who gave us everything. And then that opens the door for them to say, well, tell me more about that. And then I can tell more about that. Hmm. One. Let me just say one thing about the military chaplaincy. There's a big misnome, or you know, um, confusion about the military chaplaincy. I spent a lot of time there, and I was never once asked to do something that went against my conscience. I was not told that I couldn't pray in Jesus' name. I was never asked to do something that went, you know, against what I believed in, or I couldn't do something that I did believe in. The military chaplaincy is an effective ministry that we should support totally.
1: That's wonderful wow. to hear in this world of tolerance and um, well, how can I say um, modern um, commentary um, belief that is changing the fundamentals that we are supposed to compromise on because we're asked to be tolerant. Thank and goodness that, that's not happening for you and well at the no front matter.
5: lines. It, it it was it's a, it was a risk to be honest, because if the election, I don't necessarily get into politics yet, but the election would have went a different way, I think that there would have been more restrictions on on the faith background of Christian pastors. Um, I think right now, I think uh, Christian chaplains, a little sigh of relief to say that um, we're not going to be asked to do things that we shouldn't have to do more now than we would before. But getting back to Afghanistan, Afghanistan, in that sense, was, you know, where is the hope? And then also, what's the purpose? And when you have soldiers that are dying around you, friends, colleagues, or whatever, I had chapel-goers that passed that, that were killed in a uh, IED attack. Um, and when you see that, the question is, why are we here? What's the hope? And it got very confusing on that side, and more and and sad, very depressing to be there. Um, I can only imagine that this is a shadow of what those in Vietnam faced. Mm. You know, just a sliver of what they faced because when they got home, it was a lot harder.
1: Oh, I can tell you stories about that because I worked on two military bases during the Vietnam oh. War and saw all the wounded coming into Great Lakes Naval Training Center because I worked at headquarters. And um, yes, that was very, very sad. But And um, typed active duty orders then for a while, bringing uh, men and women, or most, yeah, from the draft in. We had the draft then. But then uh, when I worked in Norfolk, uh, Virginia, I ha- I took care of um, shipping household goods, shipments of personal belongings for all five of the military, and had to read, I uh, had a um, superior security clearance. I had to read messages for locations from Vietnam. You know, the guy would bring in the suitcase with it armed with chains to his arm with guns. And, you know, so it was highly, you know, secure and everything. And the politics of that was, you know, really, uh, really strange. We all know that. Uh, And yet you as a chaplain giving them hope, um, were you able to give Bibles out to everyone, regardless of faith? So perhaps who wanted one that could perhaps um, open the Word and you be able to share the Gospel?
5: Yes. Everyone who wanted a Bible had access to one. We had so many boxes that we started telling people, don't send more right now. We got enough over there. And we really did. And um, so every person that asked for a um, a Bible, we could easily give them... Multiple different translations, if they really wanted it. Uh, so that that was good, and they definitely had access to the word in Afghanistan. I had uh, a lot of chapel services, and there were well attended chapel services. Um, and we even had some Afghan nationals once in a while, quietly and and overtly sneak in um, to the chapel services, which we welcome. But it made it you know they really can't do that. Hmm. So so it was a great opportunity for that, Mm -hmm. but it's very challenging. And the other problem about Afghanistan is that their education level is so low and their access to things like electricity, TV, radio, anything like that is is low. So communicating with them is not easy. I worked in an Afghan army base or that's army post. That's where my... Bob, Ford Operating Base, was located, was inside their post. So I had daily access and inter, inter, uh, and we related with them every day. Um, and my counterpart was a mullah, an uh, Afghan religious leader for his unit. That's who I worked with on, a, on an ongoing basis. That was very challenging.
0: Hmm.
5: Because he was a, a Muslim leader. And um, used to be a, a uh, Afghan general who then became a leader. Very brutal person, uh, but it's it's a challenge. Yeah, way. how
1: did how were you able to minister to so many people in your relationship with God and as a chaplain? What what held you together to be able to minister to them um, in a spiritual way for? Hope and grace and mercy and sustainability. How how did God work through you for that? Because it sounds it sounds extremely difficult, and yet I know you know from what you're saying, God used you greatly, and the chaplains in military greatly, no matter where they are.
5: That's a that's a very good question because that that goes to the heart of some of the difficulties for not only chaplains but for ministers as a whole, who cares for the caregiver? Yes. Who helps? Where do we find our strength and support? In Iraq, I had a great division, deputy division chaplain who I went to, and he ministered to me. Hmm. And we had a very good relationship. I still talk to him today. Um, Very good, very uh, positive relationship. In Afghanistan, I didn't have that at all. And um, by the end of the deployment, It was, my faith My faith wasn't in question, but my ability to minister was definitely hindered and and difficult. I I just wore out. Um, There was no care for the caregiver. And so it was hard to find that. But what we find as ministers, as you know, you have to have that inner ability, to have that inner faith, inner um, connection with God that, We can find that source from him, that power, the ability, the calling from God that gives us the strength to do all that we're doing. You
1: know, when we when we do that, because I've been in ministry a a long time and, you know, you have that inner soul connection Mm -hmm. of intimacy and you are asking and crying out for help. You know, just saying, how do I help these people every day? How how, give me the words to say how uh, in my burned out body and. You, Lord, you're going to have to take over supernaturally, that you found him supernaturally carrying you and having you say things that you didn't even know that either you said or you realized, and you realized those were from God, from the Holy Spirit. It had to be the the empowerment of that through
5: your relationship with him. And you doubt that all the time, too, the time. You know, you're like, did I say the right thing? Did I counsel him the right way? You know, did I... For the, those that passed, did they hear the gospel when I was preaching or speaking? You know there's so many mm-hmm. questions. the only way you can find comfort is through him who gives all comfort and strength and peace and and that's it. Um, and I, again, in Iraq and in beginning part of Afghanistan, I had a good communication with my spouse, like I said a very faithful woman. The second half, about three quarters away or three quarters of my time in Afghanistan, I had extremely limited communication with my spouse. We only spoke occasionally at staff. And so even that source of comfort and strength was very limited. So finding that in the midst of being in that hopeless place and trying to be the comfort and hope and, and bring the comfort and hope from God to your soldiers, it's, a very, it's very challenging, very tiring.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
5: Again, the only way you can do it is through the grace of God.
1: Well, and I, I absolutely, and that He absolutely carries us beyond measure, and we don't even know how He does it, except it's through the empowerment of the, of the Holy Spirit. I really appreciate you sharing because it really brings us a reality of our troops serving, who goes over there, and that our need for support, our need for prayer, uh, and that we don't take these things for granted when someone has laid down their life or they've gone over to serve. Uh, in a foreign country for us to keep us secure and stable. And so I really thank you for that, because it's, it really makes a difference. And I wanted our listeners to hear that, because um, uh, we just needed to be reminded, especially uh, with the things that are happening. And we're going to talk more at the end of our program about kind of where we are in our our world and our government. But I really appreciate you doing that. And I know you spent I think two years in Iraq and one year in Afghanistan. Did I get that correct?
5: A little less than two years in Iraq, and, and yeah, a year, uh, about a year.
1: Okay, so you can understand it, uh, close to a year. That's about all you can, you know, <laughs> that's you know, um, for your deployment. They kind of know that, you know, for how long is, they that, keep you over there.
5: Yeah, I think that that's once they moved it to eighteen months for that short time, that was just very challenging. Mm. Mm -hmm. um and as a reservist and guardsman too what they what a lot of people don't realize is they say well a year or something but you have such a long train up before you go i was away from my family for you know 18 20 months at a time um it's a long time to be focused on this away from your normal life and focused on this and yet very few of our soldiers—I say soldiers—it's just a military personnel. Very few of our military personnel were really upset about any of this. We have some of the best military members that I've ever that mm. I've ever known at this time. Very faithful to both God and country. Mm. And we should be very proud of them. And
1: they—they are as we are all called, like you were called, a chaplaincy, or when God draws us and He has a plan for our lives. He called them in to the military life. Um, I just have a young man I am um, I know right now who, after graduation from high school, is going in the Marines. He's, he needs a Christian. He's a serious Christian, has a great relationship with Christ, and he knows God has called him be nothing beyond a shadow of a doubt that he's going into the Marines and that's where he's going. And, um, he'll be leaving uh, in June. So we know that call on, on people's lives. Well, it's time for us to take another break. And, uh, we've been talking to Chaplain Alex Knowles about his deployment and his time, how God called him, uh, into the ministry of a chaplain, but yet in the military to serve in Iraq and Iran and all the things that he has seen and shared with us. So we have, just a real sensitivity and a picture of what it means to be in a foreign country and think about our troops knowing they need prayer, they need support. We're going to take this next break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Alex about the next phase of his life and kind of how God puts the next season and how he connects for the next purpose um, to fulfill the destiny um, to further the call in Alex Knowles' life. So don't go away. WDCX 99.5. I'm Linda Penn, and you're listening to today's Living Hope and Our hope is in Jesus. Our hope is in who he is, what he's called us to do, that he has a plan and he has a purpose for each one of us to reach that destiny in our lives. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more of our story with Alex Knowles.
2: Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me but because of the power of prayer I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Secchiaroli and as a result of my storm Total Breakthrough was birthed. If you have a prayer request send it today by going to our website TotalBreakthrough.org and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. Thank you and God bless.
3: One minute you're living your life the next it's turned upside down. An injury leaves you with physical pain, financial stress, and the uncertainty about what lies ahead. But when you have a personal injury attorney that fights for you, you can begin to get through these challenging times. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo, an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, slip and falls, defective products, workplace and construction injuries, and much more. I am proud to be with a firm that has been protecting the rights of injury victims for more than 50 years. My personal goal in every case is to protect the rights of our clients and maximize their financial recovery. If you or a loved one has suffered an injury, I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at fromanlaw.com. And please be sure to mention that you heard this ad on WDCX.
4: Attorney Advertising. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes.
0: Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners.
6: Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today.
1: If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Visit todayslivinghope.org or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny.
0: Feel like you're over your head with everyday life? You've come to the right place. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. I'm glad
1: that you're with us. And yes, at 2.30, we're going to talk with one for Israel. I always thoroughly enjoy my time with Moti Vaknin from Natanya, Israel. And we're going to see what's happening over there. And um, I know our president's been there this week, so we're going to be talking to him at 2.30. Also, I wanted to let you know that... um, If you want to just keep informed, if you want to listen to any of the previous radio programs, you can always go to my website, todayslivinghope.com, and um, pick up any previous program. This one will be over on the web about Monday or Tuesday. Also, if you want to give me a comment, if you want to talk to me, I'm going to be doing a little bit of a Bible study at 2 o'clock on how we can move from kind of our wilderness spot to moving ahead. And you may have a comment or a question about that. You can always call me at 906-4620. I am a trained biblical counselor as well. And you can email me at Penn at com. We're going to be changing some things on our website and we'll um, be launching some Bible studies soon and some new things for the fall. So I just want to give you that update. We're always on the march, aren't we? We need to be because who we serve is a great God and we need to be fulfilling that purpose in our calling. So my guest today has been Alex Knowles and um, thank you for being on the program, Alex, and for helping us to celebrate uh, Memorial Weekend as we are saying thank you to our troops and our military men and women who are serving, who have served, and to the many families that support them and who have um, sustained loss over the years of maybe losing a loved one in our military service. Well, Alex, God is not done with you yet. You came back. You're back yeah. here in the Western New York area, and now he has put something else on your heart uh, as a result of what you have seen, heard, and how God has been working in your life. So you talked about camps. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I have the, um, the privilege, the opportunity, the honor uh, to continue to serve our military community here at uh, Pioneer Camp and Retreat Center. Um, Pioneer Camp and Retreat Center has been around since 1945. And for the last uh, probably about eight years or ten years, they've been offering camp to uh, families whose, or to children whose family is in the deployment cycle either before deployment, during deployment, or immediately following deployment, and that's in uh, partnership with National Military Family Association. In addition to that, we've opened up a a star camp for survivors. That's for kids who lost a loved one while in the military services, not just gold star kids, but they might have lost their parent in an accident or in some other way. So it's a little survivor camp, and then also a a military family camp camp Camps for, for any military family, whether you're a veteran, reserve guard, active duty, whatever state that you're in. The board and the owners of Pioneer Camp Free Center, the Lutheran Church, are very uh, patriotic and they um, have opened their doors to this camp to our military community so, in huge ways. And it is an absolute privilege to, to serve these kids. This year we have 150. Uh, kids coming for Operation Purple Camp, and that's a camp uh, or those kids are from all over the United States. Not wow. just Western. Now, uh, Western New York Heroes partners us with that also they they help contribute to that because we have to raise about eighty percent of the money to bring those camps kids to this camp. Uh, we have about twenty gold star kids coming, or, or I'm sorry, star kids coming.
1: What are gold star? What's the difference between gold star and the other star?
5: Well, blue star means that you are, you have a, a child or, well, a child or parent or some family member deployed overseas. Okay. They're in the combat zone. A gold star means that he's not, he or she is not coming back as Ooh. they were killed in, in action. So gold star, when you see a gold star, star on a red flag um, flying in someone's house, you know that they are a very special and, and honored family. Mm. Their um, loved one didn't come back. And that's the difference. And, and those kids, the, the ability to have them here and to, to minister to them and to be who we are to them, it's some of our counselors' best camp of the summer. I just love that opportunity.
1: When is that When is that happening?
5: We have Operation Purple Camp and uh, Op- and Star Camp are from 9 to 14 in July, from Sunday the 9th to the 14th of July. Okay. And then our military family camp is the following week, the 16th to the 21st.
1: What ages are we talking about?
5: For OPC and Star, it's um, 7 to 17. So a nice wide range of, Ooh, of youth sure. and teens. And let me tell you, the, we do a lot of camps here because we're, we're a summer camp and a retreat center. We're a year-round facility, but we have a big summer camp. We have kids from churches and the community come into camp, and they're normal campers like every other place. We have these military kids come in. It's such a unique environment where they're finally with other kids, especially reserve and guard kids who may be in a community where they're the only ones. Uh, so they come in together, and the bond that they make immediately, because they have a shared experience. They don't even need to talk about the shared experience; they just have it. And it's, it's. I get emotional talking and thinking about the impact that this camp has on these kids. Hmm. Hmm. It's remarkable. Hmm.
1: That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And are you able to share the gospel and talk to them about spiritual things at these camps as well?
5: We are. We have to be, we, we have to be a little careful because we, don't, we can't violate the, the Department of Defense restrictions on proselytizing. But you can be very good about that and still present the gospel and share the gospel because, as I tell the counselors, if you are living and loving them, they're going to ask, and they do often, about something. faith, mm-hmm. Or about the hope that you have. Tell me about the hope that you have. And as soon as they open up that door, we can surely, we can, I'm sorry, freely share the gospel message with them. Mm-hmm. And we do.
1: And that's the work of the Holy Spirit because they're going to know something's different. They're going to want they, what you have.
5: Exactly. That's it's wonderful. Exactly what it is. They want what you have. They want to live as they want that excitement, that joy that's in your heart. Because they don't have joy a lot of times Oh, time in that's
1: today's living
5: hope, isn't it? It <laughs> is not it I love it. I love it. It's a beautiful experience, beautiful opportunity. I mean, my favorite week of the summer. Absolutely. I not say that because I have other kids that come. But it is. <laughs> I'm a military chaplain. What can I say? Absolutely. It's in your blood, right? <laughs> it is in my blood.
1: It certainly is. How can we, what, what's your website?
5: We are at www.pioneercamp.org. Pioneercamp is all one word. org, and and we have our, our website there. It explains from the military camps. You just gotta look for it on the under summer camps. And of course, we have a support us tab because, like I said, all these camps uh, we have to we have to pay for them in some way. And we don't. My philosophy is um, I don't want to say no to any kid. You know, I don't. And so we find a way to get these kids to camp. That's what we want to do, to share that gospel with them. Like you said, the living hope.
1: Well, on your on your website, um, is there a place where your needs are listed and people can contribute? I'm, I'm sure that this is um, a nonprofit organization, so anything would be tax deductible, correct?
2: Correct.
5: Yep, and you just go to the support us. Uh, tab on there in the left hand side, and yeah, you can just go on down and um, and donate toward, and you can donate donate toward the camp, any part of it, and you can put on there military camps, and it goes directly to support and bring uh, military kids here or military families. Um, and it is all tax deductible. We are a nonprofit.
1: So uh, this is a full. I'm telling you, I'm, I just brought up the website. I've seen it before. This is a full service um, camp. I mean, you can do um weddings um there's all kinds of things here lodging adventures getaways um for not only what you're talking about this is a well equipped camp for people to check out and to use this is exciting is. and that they can donate can they bring certain things they can also donate money but what else can they donate
5: well they can we are always looking for um for things for the kids uh sporting goods uh Kayaks, canoes, um, craft material, you know, any type of thing that uh, you know, think of that kids would enjoy doing. We, like, Tabella's partnered with West New York Heroes, and through them, we got a whole slew of new archery equipment. Wonderful. What a blessing that was, that now these kids will be able to go out and do some archery uh, during their week here, and their high ropes power and everything else, so... Yeah, sporting, we go through so many balls here, it's amazing. (laughs) Um, Because the kids, we want the kids, and this is the the slogan we use, you know, kids are heroes too. And in the midst of the turmoil that they have at home, the challenges they have at home during these deployment cycles, or if they lost loved ones, we want them to be able to be kids. That's it. Just Mm -hmm. be kids. Mm Mm-hmm. Stop trying to be adults and stop trying to live as grown ups. Let's be kids and just enjoy ourselves for that time that they're here
1: that's great so we're going to say hey if you're listening out there you want to be a part of this you want to support this um you want to send your kids there you know of military people who have children that would enjoy this camp you need to go to PioneerCamp.org. we're going to take our last break for this hour and then we're going to come back and i want to talk to alex Knowles just about what he sees in our world what's happening um today and um use his wisdom and um, he's got some inside experience he's got the holy spirit he's been there and he's experienced things and we need his point of view so don't you dare go away our time is marching by wdcx 99.5 today's living hope uh, with linda penn we'll be right back
4: did you know that god designed the body to heal and function on its own hi i'm jimmy founder and owner of synergy nutrition and wellness here in western new york We teach our patients how to thrive holistically with natural therapies and whole food supplements. If you've been suffering with health problems, it's time for a natural approach. You have the power to take control of your health. To schedule an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com.
3: One minute you're living your life. The next, it's turned upside down. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, and much more. I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222, or go to our website at fromanlaw.com.
4: Attorney advertising, past results do not guarantee future outcomes.
6: Feeling alone, depressed, unsure of the next step, just talking to someone who has been in your shoes who knows what you're going through can make all the difference in the world. No problem too big or too small. In His Name Outreach has now added counseling through FaceTime, Skype, and various other options to meet your needs. We also offer classes remotely through a Zoom format. Come enjoy a class or counseling appointment from the comfort of your home. Call In His Name Outreach at 716-464-3681. For I know the plans I have for you, plans not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Jeremiah 2911
0: building your faith, and finding hope one day at a time. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn.
1: Hey, we are winding up this hour, and remember, we have a whole nother hour to go, and I want to thank um, Chaplain Alex Knowles for being with us, who talked to us very honestly and frankly about his tour in Iraq and Afghanistan, his call in ministry, his call to continue that as he started this next season of life and he is the full director of pioneer camps um you can always find out more information pioneer pioneercamp.org hey we just have 2 minutes and um alex what do you uh what's your insider your i just wanted to you know what our government is doing where we're headed um what we're doing do we need that wall just give me a couple good strong sentences from a military guy <laughs>
5: Well, I've also spent time at the border on the Southwest Border Mission, and my biggest thing is we need to give our, our, our president and our, some of our leaders um, the respect and all and the patience to let them do their job. You can't fix everything and change everything in 100 days. A 100-day window thing is kind of, un, you know, it's, it's not really a true, true time frame. Yeah, I give them the, the opportunity to do their job without so much criticism, second-guessing and everything. I think they're doing a fine job, and um, let us see where we go. You yeah. know, here's the opportunity we have to try something new. Let's uh, d- try
1: it. I think out of the box, and we know we're being threatened yes. closer and closer to our turf every day.
5: Yeah,
1: uh, very, yeah, yeah it's very much so. It's just a matter of time. So um, would you be in favor of the wall? As a military guy.
5: I would be, in fa- absolutely, would be in favor of the okay. wall. I've I w- seen what's down there. There's nothing there. As far as any protection for the southwest border, I think we need the wall.
1: Mm, okay. All right. And, of course, I know we are, we're talking back and forth. We are totally behind our military, supporting our troops, supporting the idea that military people can make decisions for military action and keep the politics out of it.
5: That's correct. Keep the politics out and let the soldiers and, and the generals do what they're trained and well-equipped equipped to do.
1: And they are. And they are. And we are one of the, the best in our world for our training and our equipment. So, uh, Alex, thank you so much for being on the program today. We honor all of our mari- military guys. We're thankful for your service and all the service that they give um, as we get to celebrate a memorial um, weekend. And God bless you. And, hey, you, listening out there, you got to check out PioneerCamp.org. Alex, you be blessed and continue just exactly what you're doing for God's glory.
5: Thank you very much, and thank you for your support for military and military families. Oh, you're
1: quite welcome. Hey, we're going to continue this next hour uh, and take a break.